Whoa, 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 whoa. What's up, citizens? Uh, of course, after uh, some technical difficulties, a shout out to salute the drunk in the chat for letting us, putting us up on game and letting us know, hey, we got we to gotta work out some of these uh, issues on set. <laughs> but of course, I am your V podcaster host, Jay Starks, and welcome to the Bingo Bug Podcast. We are on episode number 28. And for those of you returning to the show, we greatly appreciate your patronage. And to any of our new listeners or watchers of our live stream content, we're glad that you're aboard and hope that you'll continue to support us. So, of course, we have our summer 2022 anime discussions for our Saturday slate. And in today's episode, we'll be discussing several different topics, such as what type of gift giver are you? Hmm. I wonder what type of gift giver you are. Now, I'll give you a tip about me. I'm cheap. <laughs> like right off the bat, boom, you got it right there. That's your pro tip right there. Uh, but you will also be discussing your boy Jay Starks' top five reasons why adulting sucks. Oh, yes. The frustration of being an adult in this anime world, I tell you. <laughs> uh, we'll be discussing this and many, many more topics in today's episode. Okay, let's go ahead and get into our Saturday anime discussions. Uh, we have our first anime for discussion, and that is... Uh, news, can you, like, get out the way, please? <laughs> Uh, Shadows House, Episode 6, titled Night Sky. Now, in this episode, John and Sean are instructed to help fix the house used by the Star Bearers for conducting research of Shadows' suit and scorches. Now, one of the Star Bearers named Jeremiah, along with this doll, Jeremy, they review the work of John and Sean, you know, and use this balancing device and become completely disgusted at the unbalanced work that they performed while they're fixing up this house. And, you know, it just made me think like, dang, like we, we really have to give some appreciation to our construction workers out here because that's not it's not an easy job at all so i mean firstly uh the thing that comes to mind is the weather you know the weather that construction workers have to go through you know generally working in the heat of the sun now i don't know if y'all have been outside as of lately um i might have to plead the fifth on that <laughs> because <laughs> a brother a brother does love some ac but at the same time i will say you know the news with the heat wave that's been really affecting us globally you know it's hot just about everywhere like really ridiculously hot you know breaking records heat and so considering that you have um, people that are out in these elements like instruction workers and you know doing their job to their best ability you know, in this in this type of uh, extreme weather says a lot about their work aptitude. And man, like I just you just got to show a lot of props and appreciation for that. Right. Um, another thing that I, I think about when it comes down to our beloved construction workers are um, their work takes precision. Like think about it. You know, we have in this anime 
uh, Shadow's house where John and Sean, I mean, they were pretty much being uh, picked at for, you know, having some issues with, you know, their, their work. And when it comes down to construction work, they have to be precise at what they do because one mistake, just one, could result in a lot of problems so you know they <laughs> i might get the saying wrong but they say um uh, it has something to do with like the foundation like if you don't have a good uh, a good foundation built then the house is bound to to fall and i mean <laughs> that's really what it comes down to like a, a real deal house you know if, if if the foundation and things built up from that aren't right then uh, you know, things are going to be problematic later on. So, yeah, you know, and I say lastly, when I think about our construction workers is they have to generally pack their lunches. Now, I'm definitely the type of person that loves the options like, OK, I could eat from home. I could pack a lunch if I want or if I want to go out with uh, some friends or coworkers, what, what have you to a place and get something to eat. I could do that, but because they're on such strict time and, you know, there's definitely the element of saving money because you don't want to go out and spending money or you might, you got to get back on the clock pretty fast, finish up uh, a, a day's job. And so there's a lot of different elements that play into that. But, um, you know, I, I like to think that probably majority of people don't pack their lunches for work. They probably go out with friends or coworkers uh, to go get something to eat and, you know, have their discussion there. But, you know, hey, you know, we're living in a different world today. So, you know, maybe maybe more people are packing it out. Right. OK. Right. That is um, our discussion for Shadow's House. So, hey, if you are a construction worker listening to the pod you know I, we we really appreciate you and you know thank you for what you do you know i i hope that um i'm able to come into <laughs> uh uh friendship with some construction workers whenever i have the ability to get a house or something and you know we have a good good infrastructure there okay moving on to our next anime for discussion and that is when will ayamu make his move episode six titled i want to get it from you senpai oh oh man <laughs> hey is he shooting his shot because <laughs> it's starting to feel like that it really is but uh yeah in this episode ayamu receives a valentine's day chocolate gift from his senpai urushi and you know he's pretty much overwhelmed with excitement a month later um he's like hey you know what i remember you giving me this chocolate and i was so happy and ecstatic about it that on white day he decides he's going to give urushi a chocolate as well as a token of appreciation for helping him with his studies for an examination now it begs the question of what type of gift giver are you? <laughs> like, what type of gift giver are you? So I, you know, I kind of broken this down into a couple categories that you could be fall into. So one, seasonal. Are you a seasonal gift giver? So, and what I mean by seasonal is think about like the climate. So fall, 
winter, spring, summer, you know, uh, depending on that time, you're like, yeah, you know, it's about that time for me to get a gift for someone I care about that I like. And so maybe uh, winter time comes, everyone's in the house. This is when you decide, hey, you know what? I haven't get, gotten a gift in, in about a year. Let's do that. Uh, maybe you're a rare gift giver. You know, I think I possibly fall in the rare giver category where it's, you know, there's nothing specific time, date or anything. It's just a spur of the moment type of event. I go out and say, hey, you know, I want to get these items for you know, people that I care about and, and hope that they like it and boom, you know, and it's usually not a consistent thing as every now and again, it happens. And, but some people would say, nah, Jay, you're lying. <laughs> you're lying because you're gift, you're giving gifts all the time. And so, you know, you consider Twitch with gifted subs and, um, you know, of course, you have Throne, which is a website where you can, you know, pay for gifts for for uh, personalities and and content creators. I mean, there's several different ways you can do it. Um, gift cards. I mean, there's there's a list of them. Um, special occasion. Maybe you're a special occasion type of gift giver. So uh, it has to be someone's birthday, you know, or maybe Christmas time, you know. But we'll we'll kind of get pivot to that whereas maybe your holidays only you know where it is christmas or valentine's day uh you know something of that sort you know maybe that's a time where you're like okay this is when i generally give gifts and then our last category is random you are a completely random gift giver and you could say that this could be paired up with rare but when i think about random it's not so much that you don't uh, give out gifts throughout the throughout the year you probably do a lot but it's just at random sporadic times and there's really no telling when you would do it you just know that you're when you're in that mood you're willing to give and i'd say i probably fit that category the best <laughs> but yeah definitely let me know in the comments you know what type of gift giver you are and uh you know have you been thinking about changing especially if you're pockets have been um tapped because <laughs> that's a lot of our decisions right there it's like hey i'm i'm broke <laughs> i ain't got no money for nobody hey i can't do it i can't do it <laughs> all right let's move on to our next anime for discussion and that is Okay, we have Call of the Night, episode six, titled Six Night. Might as well have fun. Man, I, I, I actually like that a lot. So, uh, yeah, in this episode, you have Cole, uh, who was, you know, really, really, you know, going through an emotional battle. And that's kind of been like the last several episodes that we've seen where he's really trying to figure out his emotions and eventually he goes out with uh, Yazuna I'm probably saying her name all wrong <laughs> and they go to a pool party she gets approached by two other guys and they start asking saying that she looks cute and you know asking if she has another guy that she's with and there's all these different things and Cole over a certain amount of time of just hearing these things 
you can tell that he starts to get a bit frustrated. So much so that he runs up, grabs Nazuna by the arm and takes her and says, hey, we're leaving, we're going home. And so he obviously became jealous, right? Um, But prior to that, there was an event where they were talking to an older young lady who came to Nazuna's place to receive a massage. And so, you know, for her, this woman, she's like, hey, you know, I'm, you know, this is my downtime, a way that I can enjoy, uh, you know, time outside of my adult activities, you know, work and everything is it's a way for me to kind of relax. And so getting a massage is, is, is pretty much how I do it. And uh, Cole starts to realize that, man, this lady, she really doesn't enjoy life. She's not really liking what she's going through. And it seems like being an adult because she feels like she absolutely has to make these decisions. It's not cool. Like it's like, why would you want to live that type of life? And so, yes, you know, it made me come up with why I had to give y'all my top five reasons why adulting sucks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm, it, it really does suck. So hopefully y'all will see, uh, you know, my point of view when it comes down to this list. So at number five of why adulting sucks, driving or taking public transportation. Look, if you got to go a distance to get somewhere, to be somewhere at a specific time, taking transportation every single time. I mean, just the amount of burnout that you get, just trying to get from place to place you know, it's frustrating and annoying. And so before, you know, when you were younger, you didn't have to worry about that because you didn't have a driver's license or, you know, maybe uh, you weren't allowed to take public transportation because of, you know, being worried about strangers and, and how that, you know, you know, someone could possibly take advantage of you. You know, there's all those different things there. So your, your parents will generally drive you, take you wherever you want to go. And maybe you had relatives or friends um, that could do the same. And so, yeah, you know, any type of transportation, when it comes down to it, it's, it sucks. So <laughs> um, number four, number four, can't stay up all night. Now, most of the time, because don't get me wrong, there are definitely some nights where I think most, you know, adults do say, you know what, you know, I'm going to go ahead and take this and stay up, you know, and only get maybe two hours of sleep and then head to work and you're good to go, you know. But I say most of the time you can't stay up all night. You got to get your sleep. You got to get your rest because you got somewhere to be to, uh, the next day. And if not, you're probably going to pay for it. And if you're like me, then you're saying, um, <laughs> you're like, dang, <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean to stay up all that time. Now your, your eyes, my eyes shot. I'm sleepy, but I still got to put in these hours. Like, yeah, like it's, 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 it's tragic. It's very tragic. <laughs> At number three, you have to consider or juggle multiple things. And what I mean by that is you got to juggle relationships, your work schedule, pri uh, personal life, um, 
man, there are so many different things that you have to, uh, you know, con- you know, toggle back and forth. And, you know, when you're younger, you don't have to really worry about multitasking on so many different levels because you generally have a couple things that you need to do and that's it. So, okay, go to school, <laughs> do your homework. Then after that, it's pretty much game time. You know, you can have fun, do whatever that you want as long as you probably come home at a certain time or communicate with your parents and this and that. And so, yes, like, you know, the task that you are, um, you know, having to consider is a lot and can be very overburdensome sometimes. So, Hey, if you have a lot of things going on in your life right now, and you're, you're trying to, you feel like you got the weight of the world on your shoulders. Hey, I, I understand. I'm with you. And you know, power to you, and just keep on trucking because that's that's what we have to do. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, number two, seeing family and friends less. Now, I'm not, you know some people they still manage to make time to see their parents and friends a lot more, um, but I feel like most of us don't get to see our friends and family as much as we would like to. And, uh, you know, you're, you may come home feeling like, dang, like I spend 90% of my time working or doing something, preparing for work rather than actually like trying to enjoy the company of people that I care about, you know, and what ends up happening in a lot of the times, especially in the workplace is you get they they become like an extension of your family so like your coworkers start to become like family and y'all share uh information about things that you're going through and stuff like that you know that's that's only if you're tight with your the people that you work with of course um uh, but yeah you know definitely uh that you know especially if you're someone that uh really really cares uh, about seeing your family as much as possible and maybe you don't have that opportunity uh, especially people that serve in uh, you know military service over the all over the world you know that is definitely one of those um, burdensome items because you may live states across from your your family or friends a whole country away from your f- friends and family so there's a lot to consider there depending on your occupation and where you're located as well too. So I get it. All right. And number one, which I, I mean, this kind of, this is almost all encompassing, you know, it's, it's something that you could say about probably, you know, five through two, but number one offender, when it comes down to my top five reasons why adulting sucks, you are responsible for everything. And I mean it, (laughs) everything, everything that happens, you are responsible for, you know, and it's not to say that there aren't some things that are uh, somewhat out of your control. And I mean, that does happen, but I kind of mean things that are within your control and, you know, you are responsible for that. And when, you know, when you're younger, you can backseat so many different things because your parents are the, at the helm and they take care of it. Like they're the... (laughs) true adults in the situation that's making sure that you are protected and shielded. And so you don't have to necessarily worry about, you know, every little thing, but you know, as an adult, Oh, you want to eat? Oh, 
well, you got to go to the market. You have to uh, order your your DoorDash or, you know, whatever system you use to get food delivered to you. Uh, you know, you have to go out and make the money so you can buy the food or put the gas in the car or charge up the the vehicle if you so if you have an electric car you know so yeah i mean that your responsibility for everything is it, a it's a huge huge um uh you know thing that a lot of us are played with but hey you know i your, your brother jay starks is with you we're just going to continue to move forward and link arms and hope that we'll you know just be strong for one another and, and keep moving forward. But, you know, I will say that, of course, where there is a top five of reasons why adulting sucks, there's got to be a top five reasons why adulting is great, too. And, you know, maybe we'll cross that bridge sometime while I bust out that list for y'all. But, hey, if you are listening to the pod right now and you're living with your parents, you've been warned. <laughs> you've been warned it's it's coming it's coming you know it makes me think think about that meme of the guy that's like got the tornado in the back and he's like oh my god it's coming <laughs> like yeah that's that's your life that's your life coming at you and it's gonna it's gonna feel like it happens in a flash i promise but okay we move on to our next anime for discussion and that is, oh, we have Bit in the house. Hey, shout out to Bit, man. That's my boy, you know, right hand man. Hey. <laughs> All right. We, our next anime for discussion, we have Lycoris Recoil, episode seven, titled Time Will Tell. Now, in this episode, Chisato and the rest of the crew at the Lyco Cafe, they begin an investigation on their guardian and employer, Mika. So uh, Chisato happens to kind of pass by as she's going to take a shower and change her clothes and sees uh, Mika's cell phone kind of pop up with this anonymous place location that he's supposed to have a meeting at. And that really starts to like churn Chisato's uh, mind and just kind of make her like, okay, what is really going on with Mika? Like he's been acting a little funny weirdly and, and having a lot of these moments where he leaves the cafe. So, um, you know, and she's like, Oh, she has this aha moment of dang. I think the cafe is, um, in a position where it might be getting shut down. So we need to kind of get together and find out, you know, what's really going on and what we can do to prevent this from happening. Because this is like my favorite place in if this changes, then they're probably sending me back to the Lycoris headquarters. And Chisato is avidly like against going um, back to that agency. So, um, but you know, we uh, an event happens where as they're uh, going to this location that Mika is at to meet this um, uh, meet up with this person, you have, you know shorty little walnut here you can see you know those that are watching the live stream comes into this adult-like establishment and says hey you know i'm an adult you know look at my id you know this is what the data says on this id card that i'm of age to come in this club so let me in 
but yet the the uh security guard or i guess you could say like the bouncer of this place is like nah like i know that's what the id says but me looking at you nah little girl you can't come in (laughs) (laughs) you know about face and turn and leave please you know i can't let you in this club so Walnuts gets all frustrated and upset about this situation, and she honestly can't believe that her fake ID is is really not working. But, you know, it does make me think of a time when I worked at a grocery store and, you know, we would have I was a cashier and we would have several different customers come in ranging from all different ages. And as I'm rigging up the customers and scanning um, their groceries or whatever they, they they buy in you know sometimes we would have um, customers that you know they might have looked much older or much younger than their their face puts off it and generally speaking usually you know if, if there's alcohol or um, you know like uh, smoking items like cigarettes that come through you know you're I guess within guidelines to have to card or ID each and every person. But generally speaking, you can look at most people and kind of determine like, okay, this person definitely is over the drinking age limit or uh, required drinking uh, age to drink. So they should be fine to, for me to just scan it and I'm not going to ID them. But there's moments where I remember, um, not asking for ID and you know the uh older woman or man might say hey you're not gonna ID me <laughs> I'm looking like hey what like what Nani I'm I'm not gonna what I mean you sir sir <laughs> <laughs> like like sir ma'am like you you're you're literally got gray hair you're you know you you look like you possibly are pushing 60 years old but you want me to id you and they're like yes fanatically yes you that's that's your job that's what you're supposed to do so i mean they're not wrong per se but sometimes it could be offensive where it's like oh the nerve of you asking me for identification when i clearly look of age right and so it's one of those battles where you can't you know you can't you can't necessarily win them all the time and you ne- you probably will lose some you know sometimes as well but yes you know but the thing is is being id'd still a compliment you know i mean just me talking about my grocery store experience I can definitely say that I don't know if this is necessarily true anymore these days. And I feel like now today, if you card somebody it's more so rude because you're wasting a person's time. And I can see that happening, especially while people have are really quick to have somewhere to go. And so they'll say like, (laughs) they'll be really upset and be like, you know, (laughs) like, like, why? Why are you IDing me? I don't understand. I, I got I got places to be, young man. I, I mean, I can <laughs> I can legit see that happening, you know. So yeah, you know, being ID carded 
Uh, is it a compliment these days? I, I'll say probably most of the times now, nah, I don't think that it's a compliment. I think most people would rather you move forward. Uh, but of course, you know, you, you, it's, if it's your job and that's what you're supposed to do, don't be afraid to do your job, you know, and people going to be mad. They're just going to be mad. And that's, there's really nothing you can do about it because at the end of the day, you have people that you have to go to and uh, uh, that you, uh, uh, that are in charge of you and that you got to make sure that you're doing the appropriate job. So, Hey, you know, don't be too worried about ruffling any feathers because trust me, when I tell you this, it's going to happen anyways. There's always going to be someone that uh, is going to try to make your day bad because maybe their day isn't going so bad. And I, I try to be cognizant about these things because you never know what a person's going through. So, you know, as long as you approach with with love and, and uh, empathy, I think most of the times it's going to always work out. But, you know, don't be surprised if you... Um, have to deal with some bad apples every now and again. <laughs> okay, moving on to our next anime for discussion, and that is good old season four of Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? Episode four, titled Mermaid, the Girl of Water City which is interesting title because we found out that the area that bell and his party are, is in is called the great falls. But now there's this girl in the water city and I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm these titles sometimes are weird, <laughs> but yeah, in this episode we have Aisha who, um, you know, there's some stragglers that the party comes into contact with and they decide to help each other out as Belle is, you know, has, you know, pretty much fell in uh, or fall into the lower part of the Great Falls floor and is working to try to find his way back to the main party. But between that, uh, Aisha and the rest of the gang are being pursued heavily by all of these monsters. These monsters have kind of created a party of themselves and seems to be led by this mysterious, very, very powerful a moss type of ogre and you know he it looks like he's orchestrated this whole thing well these stragglers uh that have come into their party aisha looks at them and says like hey like we're being swarmed by all of these monsters uh you know this is the time where we gotta start to use our our ace you know our, our ace in the hole our our trump card if you will you know what the 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 finish move or the the move of all moves that's going to help us uh, get out of the situation. So she turns to these stragglers and says, Hey, promise to me that what you see, what you're about to see, which is from coming from Odehime, uh, what you're about to see performed by Odehime, you won't speak of this ever. You know, you, you're going to keep it between us and, you know, you won't share this information outside with anybody else you know this is for your eyes only and of course <laughs> these uh stragglers you have a dwarf and an, an elf there you know the elf says you know i swear on the um 
elf mother i think he said something like that and the dwarf was just adamant of like of course like just don't slice me don't you know don't don't cut me please and you see odahime you know you know come in the full screen and she says kokonoe man i gotta tell you like when i heard her say that I was just hype. <laughs> I'm hype. I cannot wait for episode five because I want to see what she's going to do because she's been supposedly training, um, you know, uh, uh, with Aisha uh, kind of offline where nobody else has been kind of like really looking at what they've been doing. And so you, I'm curious to see like how strong she's gotten and what, what moveset she's about to bring forth. But yeah, you know, so uh, with that said, it makes me think about, making a promise you know that you um are going to keep a secret now i i I like to think that most people when it comes down to uh making promises and trying to keep a secret they do that very well but i also feel like there's a little bit of slack given when it comes down to like that promise that you keep and you might have like selective friends that you're saying like okay the reason why i'm willing to share this secret with them is because i know that this information is going to the grave and they're not going to talk about this with anybody else or there might be some other bending of that where um the the person has like no affiliation whatsoever with the person that you're keeping a secret with and may live cities, states, countries, wherever, a whole nother location. And so the idea that this mean, you know, you telling that person this secret will get out somehow is almost um impossible to happen. Like the likelihood of it is like maybe like one percent type of thing and so i can kind of understand why some people might choose to break a secret in that fashion um because probably in like in their heart of hearts is like hey um it's it, like the secret is still in like it's not like no one else is really knowing like the bigger moment but i gotta say this though is that still breaking your oath breaking a promise is it now personally i think it is i think that if you promise someone that you was not going to speak about certain subject matter whatever the case may be and it was just between you and the other person then that's it that that is the line you know that's where it, it it happens and it stays at you know um and so i i feel like you having that type of uh, loyalty to your friends and trust with your friends is important for matters like that, you know. But I will say that, uh, especially in my past, like, have I broken secrets because I've been willing to share that information with other friends that I know will are willing to keep a secret or have no attachment to it? Yes, I have. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely. <laughs> I'm definitely guilty of it. So I'm not going to go here and boast like I'm just this perfect model citizen or VTuber, V podcast. <laughs> I mean, it definitely happens. And sometimes it's a slip, you know, it's a, a slip up 
and you and you don't necessarily mean to because of the person that you're discussing with, you know that you trust them so much that it might just be a, a blank, you know, a short on a uh, um uh, that I should say just not so much a blank on a canvas, but rather you're so comfortable with that person that you know it's not going anywhere, and so you could be open with that individual and know knowing that the other person's secret is going to be kept. But in the grand scheme of things, if you did it, let's just be honest, you still broke a promise. And the truth is you couldn't keep a secret. <laughs> I know it hurts and it stings, y'all. Somebody out there that's listening, they're like, dang, dang, Jay. Like, really? Like, really? Like, you going to bring me down a notch like this? Like, this is all bad. It's all bad. And even like, yeah, like it, I mean, if we got to keep it 100 at all times, like I know this is definitely something that happens. Um, but you know, in the end of it all, uh, you have, you have, you, that's, that actually kind of becomes your secret because now the secret is the other person don't know that I talked about, you know, it's just a whole bunch of spider, uh, web type of stuff that could end up getting you caught up. So what I will say to you is if you're listening, tread lightly, be careful and really keep those that you care about in mind and, you know, try to be as forthcoming as possible with them because, you know, I'm sure that if there's information you share with others, you would hope that it would not go anywhere else too. Right. Okay. Well, Hey, that is the end of our episode for today. Hey, if you are any of our listeners listening to the Bingo Book Podcast, wherever you get your Bingo Book Podcast from, uh, we greatly appreciate you for listening in. Uh, of course, you know, you're more than welcome to join us by watching us on our YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook live stream pages. Uh, you know, of course, we have more content. Generally, we do a character analysis where you get to guess what the character is that we'll be covering. I have a nice little silhouette across on them, and you can kind of just, you know, guess of who that might be that we're covering. And then we'll rank seven unique attributes about that character. But unfortunately, did not make it in time to uh, prepare that. So <laughs> we're not going to have a character analysis for today, but I promise we'll definitely make that up and we'll, we should be able to do two of them next Saturday. But man, I, I'll be honest with y'all, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot uh, when we get to our Saturday slate because um, you know, you're coming from a third or a Thursday, Friday, and there's so many different events that can happen along with the anime that we're watching and generally like um like shadows house and uh, what's the other um title uh Lycoris, uh recoil those two animes don't come out until saturday morning so i'm tasked with you know trying to catch up with those so i can definitely have some uh, things for us to discuss but Hey, you know, thank you all for uh, checking us out. We will be back on Wednesday for our uh, Wednesday slate of anime discussion. That is all that I have. Hey, y'all enjoy the rest of your weekend and I'm out. Peace. Hey.